Because for me, my parents and my grandparents involved me so much within our church. They talked about faith so much. At that time, we were seeing miracles happen within our church that I was a part of. And within my heart, within my spirit, I couldn't go, well, no, it's not real. Because it was happening in front of me. People who we would go, yeah, they might walk into church in maybe 30 years' time, 40 years' time, once they've you know, kind of gone a few places first. We're all of a sudden walking through the doors of our church going, we want to know Jesus. And I went, how can he not be real? I never got that chance to kind of doubt who he was. Because he's always been so faithful. He's always been so good and he's always been so present in my life. And he can be in yours. In Philippians 2 verse 1. Through to four, it says this, If you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any common sharing in the Spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being in one Spirit and of one mind. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, consider others better than yourselves. Not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. As I watched my family, as I began to take part in this church, in this life following Jesus, I began to realize it wasn't actually about me. It was actually about others. It was about taking the message of Jesus and his love to all people. Making sure that no matter what your story, no matter where you come from, no matter who you are, who you think you are, or what you are, or what you've done, but you are loved by him. You are loved by Jesus. And I went, that's something I want to be part of. I want that to be my story as well. I want to be someone who goes and tells others so that they can have a revelation of Jesus. Can you hear it? In Paul's voice as he writes this, if there is any love, if there is any encouragement, if there is any comfort, then be like-minded like Jesus. Love others. Don't do it for yourself. Don't do it to make yourself look famous. Don't do it because that's what feels good at the time. Don't do it because that's what everyone else is doing. But do it because others deserve it. Others deserve to know this love of God. And that was something I wanted to be part of. Now, my family, like most normal families, a couple of years ago bought a couple of commercial rafts to go rafting down rivers for just random days or, or random weeks. And we would take a whole lot of people on our journey. But something I was thinking about when I was rafting is you all have to paddle together to get in one direction. Now, this was a little teeny tiny raft that me and my little brother were in at one point, but we actually had a big one. Can we put the big one up as well? Now, to get anywhere in a raft, you all have to work together. You all have to be in. You can't just sit in a raft and paddle your own direction because you don't get anywhere. You have to listen to the person at the back who's taking the direction and then paddle when they say paddle or turn when they say turn. 
Now, I wasn't good at this, and if you look at this picture, the one with the paddle in the air, that's me. I had a great time looking at the view, though. But it's a bit like our faith. We have to get in the raft, and we're all going in one direction for the betterment of others. All of a sudden that I wanted to go to the side of the bank, that didn't matter anymore. Because in a boat, we all were going in the same direction. We were all listening to one person giving us direction and guidance. That person is Jesus. And if we're all in there going hard out, we will get to the destination that he wants us to go. It might be bumpy along the way. It might not go exactly where we want. Sometimes we do a big 360 in the raft. We enjoy the view, but we still go in the same direction. It wasn't about just enjoyment in the little tiny raft all on my own, but all of a sudden, collectively, together, part of a church, we can do something great. We can go in the direction to let all people know about the love of Jesus. I was raised in the local church. I believe in the local church. People gathered together to be encouraged, uplifted, to then be sent out. That sounds like the something I want to be part of. So when I'm all in, why I passionately follow Jesus. When I moved to Christchurch, I didn't have any family, didn't have any friends, but I had a local church. Somewhere I could be connected. Another reason that I turn up for prayer meetings. Because it's another chance for me to pray for others, but be connected together. It's why I sign up to serve at events, because it's for others, but I'm working together with a team. Me being connected for the betterment of others. This is why I serve in church. Because it's all about serving others. This is what I grew up with. But it wasn't just forced upon us. It became my choice. It became my faith. It was my choice to follow Jesus. It was my choice to be baptized. It was my choice to sign up and serve. It was my choice to go and tell someone about the revelation of Jesus. This is something I love about Life Church Selwyn, a church plant that we're doing in September next year. It's all about reaching others. When Carl shared the vision with us, I was like, I'm in. I want to be part of that because it's all about others. And that's something that I want to be part of. As I finish up, and I think about how my story kind of came about. How did I get to this point where I've always passionately followed Jesus? Don't get me wrong, I've had my hard times and I've had my doubts at at points. But why have I continued to passionately follow Jesus? Because my parents at a young age involved me in the life of the church. Parents, involve your kids in the life of the church. If you're on serving, sign them up for serving too. There's nothing like being raised in a local church. As a young adult, I got, in li- I got involved in church life. I turned up to things time and time and time again. Even when people didn't know who I was or that I even sometimes was there, I turned up 
anyway. Because it wasn't about me, but it was about others. And people of an older generation, be like my grandpa who trains us, who talks to us, who encourages us, remind us of the goodness of God. Remind us of his faithfulness in your lives. Remind us of what he's done for you. Parents, involve your, involve your kids in church. Young adults, get involved in church. Adults, get involved in church. And if you're older or younger than old or older than young, wherever you fit, whatever your story is, continue to encourage each other, lift one another up passionately follow Jesus because he paid the ultimate cost to have a relationship with you. And that's something I want to be part of. Now I'm about to invite um, our three people who are going to get baptized tonight just to share really briefly around why they tonight want to be baptized. So could we have uh, Tom, Reby and James come up? Here he comes. Cool. So these guys tonight, baptism is simply um, a demonstration to you of of a change within their heart, a decision to follow Jesus. It's a decision to go, this is what my life looks like from now on. I've decided to follow Jesus with everything that I have. And so tonight, um, we're going to take them over to the pool. We're gonna, they're going to go fully under the water and come back out of it. And then we're all going to clap and yahoo and someone's going to pray. But guys, can you just share? Um, now, I've got to get this question right because I was told very specifically to get the right question. Why have you decided to be baptized tonight? Um, well, I grew up in a Christian household and, you know, I grew up knowing about Jesus and God and I made my own decision to follow him when I was younger. Um, but I've gotten to a point in my life now where, you know, I'm a young adult, so many things are uncertain and I have to make grown up choices. Um, and I want the life I lead to be in line with the life that God has planned for me. Um, so I want to get baptized as a way of saying that I'm leaving my own selfish choices behind and I'm living for him because I know and love him. I'm getting baptized because I want to make the fact that I'm a Christian a central lifestyle. I don't want it to be a hidden shadow that I hide no longer. I want my life to radiate of God's miraculous work and love that he has for me. So by getting baptized, I'm being obedient in this next step to this life that God wants for me. I became a Christian on Easter Friday 2013, which was also my birthday. Towards the end of that year, I somehow found myself here at La Vida. Over the years, I've been a lukewarm Christian, never really taking my faith outside the church walls often. Um, This year, I fell into an extremely broken, dark place and got myself involved with many sticky situations that had a massive toll on my faith, my study, and my life. Because of these things, I felt like I became disconnected from God, even isolated. After prompting for many months, I finally responded to an article in August, and I felt forgiven and at peace, which I hadn't felt for such a long time. 
It was a natural step for me to respond to God by choosing to dedicate myself to him wholly, and so baptism was that next step. I chose to get baptised tonight because um, I believe in Jesus Christ. Um, I believe he sacrificed his life for me. And um, he's worked in my life for me, you know. Before I come to church, um, I never believed in Jesus Christ. Um, My life was full of alcoholism and addictions. And thankful for Jesus' work. Um, With him on my side, I've been able to get rid of those addictions. Isn't that awesome? And that's what I love. You know, right here on on the stage, we represent so many different stories. I shared my story tonight, but it's so different from James's, which is so different from Tom's, which is so different from Reby's. And that's what I love about God is he says, no matter where you've come from, no matter who you are or what you've done, I died on the cross for your sins, for your mistakes, so that you could have a relationship with me. So as we're just going to head over to the pool, we're going to invite um, those who are going to be uh, baptizing while we turn our eyes and watch a short video. Cool. So we're going to baptize Rebe first. So if you are friends, family of Rebe and would like to come up close to the pool, um, then you can come and do that. Um, for the rest of you, it'll be on the screen. But what's going to happen is in between each baptism, I'll give you a chance that if your friends or family would like to just come and be curious and watch, um, then you can come over to the pool. Um, Carl's going to ask her a couple of questions, or just one question. Uh, then Julie's going to baptize her. Uh, then we're going to pass a microphone around so that a few people around here can pray for her. So that's what the plan is. Awesome. She's now down. She's nearly under the water already. <laughs> It's pretty cool. Sorry, right, you missed it. Rebe, do you love Jesus with all your heart? Yes. Is it your desire to follow him and serve him for the rest of your life? Yes. Cool. Rebe, on confession of your faith, it is my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and into the Holy Spirit. Father God, we thank you so much for Rebe. Lord, we thank you for her, your faithfulness in her life. Lord, for the incredible heritage that she has in you. Lord, that she can look back and see time and time again your hand upon her. Lord, times when you have met her, things that she has been learning about you. Father, we know that you have so much in store for her. And Father, we say yes and amen to all of these plans and purposes. And Rebe, just um, this afternoon... Yeah, so careful we don't drop this in. Um, I was just I was praying for you and, and just praying for tonight, and I really felt God say um, that tonight you have chosen courage over control, and that's going to be the decision that you continually make make is 
continuing to surrender control and to choose courage. And I felt the scripture Deuteronomy 31 verse 6, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. And I just feel that's a real promise for you over your life and where you're going to go. That always choose courage over control because you're always going to choose Jesus. Awesome. Lord, I thank you for Rebe. Lord, I thank you that we've heard her own story tonight of wanting to make this decision for herself. But Lord, I thank you that her life for many, many months has reflected a complete commitment to follow you and to serve you. But Lord, we thank you for this obedient step tonight. But Holy Spirit, we thank you that you would fill her even now. The Bible says it's not by might, it's not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. So Holy Spirit, We thank you that you would fill her completely tonight in Jesus' name. That Holy Spirit, your power at work within her life would be her greatest witness to many others in Jesus' name. Father, we pray your blessing on her life, blessing on her calling, blessing over her giftings, blessing over her future in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Rebe. You're an incredible young woman, proud to call you my daughter. I value your strength, your independence, your spirit of kindness and of love. And as it says in Proverbs 31, 30 to 31, charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Honor her for all that her hands have done and let her works bring her praise at the city gate. And I see great works in you yet to be done. So I just pray that the Lord continues to bless you and that you continue to walk in his light. And I thank you once again for being my daughter. Rebe, your name comes from Rebecca from the Bible. Your namesake in the verse I was given when you were little was Rebecca came out of the out with her jar on her shoulders, she went down to the spring and drew water and said, and I said to her, please give me a drink. She quickly lowered her jar from her shoulder and said, drink and I'll water your camels too. Rebe, that is so you. Always ready to do hard work. You never shy away from a task and you go above and beyond quickly. God has given you qualities to do the tasks that he has set for you. You were born for this time, Rebe. There's amazing things to come. God's plan is alive in your life. I'm so proud of you, baby. Rebecca, I wasn't going to do this tonight, but now I am. (laughs) Elizabeth reminded me on the way out that we've known you since you were a little baby. We were chosen by your parents to be your godparents at your christening. That was a choice you weren't able to make. Tonight, you've made a decision as a woman, a woman of God, a woman of faith, and we faithfully hand you over to be a woman of faith and a woman of purpose. That's not to say that we're going to forsake you or leave you in any way, shape or form. We'll always be your godparents, and we're privileged to be that. We love you, Rebecca. Go in faith. In Jesus' name. Rebe, I am so proud of you for making the choice to do what you want to do. If nothing else in this world, 
We have our integrity, we have our relationships, and we have our love. And I love you. Awesome. Well done. Awesome. So we're going to baptize uh, Tom now. So if you're friends, family with Tom, uh, would you like to make your way over to the pool? That'd be awesome. Tom, do you love Jesus with all your heart? Absolutely. Is it your desire to serve him and follow him for the rest of your life? Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Tom, upon the confession of your faith, it is my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you for Tom. We thank you that you have a plan and a purpose that is being outworked in his life. And Father, we know that you have roads that you want us to take, God, but sometimes they become difficult. But I want to thank you for Tom's perseverance to say yes to your calling and your plan on his life. And Tom, a few years ago, I remember praying for you and I shared a word that I felt like God saw you as a, as a sculpture and he was chiseling away, and he was sanding down, and he was working away at it. And sometimes he was going to have to chisel off big chunks, and they were going to be a bit painful. And then other times he was going to have to do a bit of polishing and things like that. And it's been an amazing privilege to see that word being outworked over these last few years. And you're not, none of us are all that way yet, but I'm so proud that you have made the decision again to go, I'm following you, and I'm all in for what you have for me. And so, Father, we ask right now that you would fill him again with your Holy Spirit. God, give him your eyes and your ears to see what you want him to see and you want him to hear. Lord, I thank you for the people that he is going to impact from this decision, that from today he would be a light shining out in everywhere he goes, in his workplace, in his friends, in his household, that people would be changed from the interactions they have with him, that wherever he goes, he would be carrying your presence, your spirit, changing situations, changing atmospheres. And we thank you for that, Lord. We thank you for him in Jesus' name. The word I got simply was, keep trusting me. I feel like you've, you've even said to yourself, can I trust God? Is God trustworthy? And in your own testimony, you've proven that God can be trusted and following Jesus can be trusted. So the word I get is just keep trusting God. You haven't gone through your last storm. I know that's good news. But trust God because he is with you. Even in the, in the midst of the storm, you know that he is with you. So keep trusting him. Trust him with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Tom, I've shared this verse with you before. And it's one that I see in you. When the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon, he said, The Lord is with you, mighty warrior. And there is a mighty warrior in you, Tom, that you need, no, I shouldn't say you need, that to walk with boldness, your might comes from who God is creating you to be. 
And he is changing you from glory to glory. Tom, whenever you walk into a room, it's always that much brighter. You, your smile, your enthusiasm, your, your willingness to, to help out wherever needed has always been appreciated. And I just see God's light continuing to shine in you. It doesn't matter whether it's with children, with adults, with older people, with um, all people from all walks of life. You, you willingly interact and, and um, do what's needed to, to serve. And so as you continue on your journey... I just see that you will continue to serve and, and, and be that light in the room uh, wherever you go. So bless you and uh, all the best for the future. Tom, just as Carl was speaking about you, you know, determining whether you could trust God, I just felt God say he trusts you and that he has trusted you with the little, he's entrusted you with the little, and he has watched and he has seen how you have being correctable, trainable, teachable, and he is going to entrust you with much. So, Lord, I just pray that as, as Tom has gone through these baptism waters, Lord, as he has left the old behind and he steps into the new, that as everything, Lord, that you have to entrust him with, Lord, that he would be that light uh, shining out, Lord, that he would reach the ones that you put around him, that, that you are going to entrust people to him for a purpose. Thank you, Lord. Um, Tom, I've known you for about, I think, five years now, um, and I just wanted to say I'm so amazed by um, your commitment to, to God, and even when life's gotten really, really hard, and I've, I've seen you go through some stuff that, you know, no one should have to, um, you amaze me and you give me so much courage that you've always um, seek God, and um, I want to thank you for that, and, I, and I, I'm proud of you for this decision you're making tonight, um, and I, uh, lastly, my word for you, um, and that I have was in First uh, John chapter 4, verse 4, which says, Greater is he who is within you than he who is in this world. And I, um, yeah, I just declare a, a mantra of um, just trust in God that um, whatever the world um, could and, and whatever it will throw at you, um, yeah, like it throws at all of us over the kind of um, rest of your, of, of, your, of your days here, that you will um, remember that what you have inside of you and what you've declared you've got inside of you is so much stronger than whatever this world throws at you. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, same for me. So I've known you for about five years. I've just been incredibly amazed by your faith. No matter what you walk through, no matter what season you're in, the fact that you hold so close to God and all of it, it's just incredible, and I just like, especially when Jesus is walking through in a big A, he cries out, and he, you know, people tell him to be quiet, and then he cries out all the more, and he's desperate just to be with God, and I just, I see that, like, you just love being around him, around his presence, that's, that's your passion, that's your desire, and Lord, I'll just declare that over you and your walk, that God will, you know, your hunger for God will never leave, Lord, that, oh, God, that you'll just actually just instill in that hunger, Lord, you'll be all around him, that you'll grow his faith in that, and Lord, uh, I just, I also see in you, Tom, just such a heart for others, like, you, you know, when some people don't see things, you see them, you love on them, and I just thank you that that's going to grow, that's going to grow in such an amazing measure, awesome, it's cool, we, uh, you can jump out of the pool, Tom, well done. 
awesome. Uh, and James. So if you are friends, family of James, uh, would you like to make your way over to the pool? Awesome. James, do you love Jesus with all your heart? Yes, I do. Yes. Good man. And is it your desire to follow him and serve him the rest of your life? Yes, sure is. Awesome. Awesome. Well, James, upon the confession of your faith, it is my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and into our Lord Jesus Christ. James, I just keep getting the, the verse ringing around in my head. Today, salvation has come to this household. And this is a decision that doesn't just affect you, but it affects your family, your children. And I just get the sense that today, your generations are going to be different because of the decision you have made. And Father, we thank you for that amazing reality, the testimony of this. We thank you that James has seen firsthand your merit, your, just your amazing power at work in his life. And that that is going to be such a, just a beacon of hope for the people around him. And so, Father, I pray over his life. I pray over him and Rakai and his family. We just thank you that you're going to fill them with your Holy Spirit. Would you protect them, surround them, bind them together? And would so many people come to know you through them and their life? Would they just be such a, a, a gathering, a gatherers of people to them, Lord, that their family would be a welcoming family, that people would be able to come to them and find parents, find friends, and just find people to support them. And so, Father, fill him today, God. Give him your wisdom. Give him a hunger for your word to be in and around your presence. A love for your church. And thank you for the amazing difference he's going to be in your kingdom. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I thank you for this great decision that James has made to choose you. Over all the choices he had in his life, he's chosen to surrender his heart to you. Thank you, Lord, that you have begun to turn this man's life completely around. I thank you, Lord, that he has a revelation of your love and your grace and your forgiveness in his heart. And he would be a man who would carry that same love, grace, and forgiveness for others. Lord, where there's been a hardness in his heart, I thank you that you've softened him. And Lord, you would continue to soften him, that it would be a heart of compassion, a heart of mercy a heart of love for others. God, I thank you that you've made him to serve, that, Lord, he serves faithfully. But, God, I thank you today that you would give him and fill him with wisdom, as Jono prayed, wisdom for the future, wisdom for his family, wisdom for those around about him, wise choices day after day in Jesus' name, that you'd fill him even now with your Holy Spirit and fill him to overflowing, I pray, in Jesus' name, that he wouldn't just have enough, but his life would overflow. Even joy would overflow from his life in Jesus' name. Lord, he is so different because he found you. We thank you for the evidence that we see in his uh, appearance even, that, Lord, he has found the Savior, Jesus Christ, and you have set him free. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. We thank you that his life would go from strength to strength and glory to glory in Christ Jesus, and he would lead many more people to find that love and find that grace of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. James, it has been a privilege for me to watch your journey 
so far, and I'm excited to continue to watch your journey. Um, today, when I was thinking of you and praying for you, I came across this Maori proverb that I want to read, and you have to forgive my today pronunciation. Ehara taku toa ite toa, takitahi enari he toa takimano, which means my strength is not that of an individual, but that of the collective. And James, I feel like that's a huge part of your story. You're part, you've got your amazing heritage, but your family has been added to now. And I really felt like the Lord was saying that your strength is going to be in the collective and being part of the family of God, of having your roots down deep in the church. And I feel like he's saying just stay connected to the vine. And I saw this picture of, of a tree, a strong tree, with its roots planted deep, but there were... Uh, Branches that had withered through things that had happened in the past. And I just saw the Lord bringing them back to life. But he did more than bring them back to life. They started to bear fruit. And just as John prayed, I felt that they were generational fruit. It was something that fruit not just for you and your family, but for generations to come. So, Lord, we just prophesy that over James and Rakai and their family, Lord, that there would be fruit and fruit that would last in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Mate hau mahana o te kahui o te rangi ki te wairua o ngā atua, tātou i te aki, tātou i manaaki i katoa. And that, that prayer acknowledges the heavenly realms around your family right now. I just felt to pray out over you that all of heaven is rejoicing because of what you've done today. And that healing, and that healing is going to come not just for your family but for many, for many Thank you, Lord, for James. Thank you, Lord. The Lord reminded me of um, Gideon in the Bible. The Lord would say that you're like Gideon, a mighty man of valor. The things that you've warred in the flesh, the, the Lord is uh, calling you to war in the spirit right now for your family. You're going to see it in your family first, but then you're going to see other people set free as well. So really, really believe that for you today. The Lord is calling you to call, um, tear down idols that have been in, your, uh, in the culture of your belief system. But the Lord is calling you to a kingdom culture now. And I just really thank you for that. Lord, uh, for James right now. And I just see that sometimes you're not even going to know how to go forward, but the Lord would say, like the uh, lady that had a rare blood disease, she just touched a hem of Jesus' garment. The Lord is just saying, just run and touch my garment and I will give you strength. So Lord, I just thank you for James right now. Lord, I just pray you strengthen your blessing right now, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Awesome. Hey, so if there are more people who are wanting to pray and stuff, we're going to do it just down the front. Is that all right? Um, we're going to invite the team.